Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey, this is Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to keep up with the remake theme, and we're going to do part two, and that is good remakes, movies that are better than the originals, or at least hold up as well. I had many more than the bad remakes, which was surprising, and so I'm trying to narrow it down to a top five, and so I'll start with my top five. I'll come back after I've interviewed other people, and I'll give you the remainder ones. Okay, now for my top five. So number five, I actually have The Nutty Professor. Now, I've never been a fan of Jerry Lewis, so this was kind of easy. And so the Eddie Murphy version of The Nutty Professor is way more risque and lowbrow than the Jerry Lewis original from 1963. And I'm pretty sure this was the last Eddie Murphy movie I truly enjoyed. From the nonstop fart jokes and the zaniness, this film ushered in the era of fat suits for actors. The next thing you knew, Martin Lawrence stars in a film series playing Big Mama. Then Gwyneth Paltrow, of all people, does the same thing in Shallow Hell. You can never accuse Hollywood of being original when it comes to repeating the same idea over and over again. Because if it works once, you might as well beat a dead horse. Sherman. I think I do remember hearing something on TV about colon cleansing. They say everyone should have one. I'm thinking about getting me an appointment and go down and getting my colon cleansed thoroughly. You want your colon cleaned? Fine, I'm going to clean mine. Yeah, now nah, my colon is clean. I'm totally squeaky clean. What happened to me? You're going to start breaking gas. Don't break gas and destroy our meal. Don't tell me to stop. You want to brought up colon cleansing and all that mess. I did not say anything about breaking gas. I said that I was going to get my colon cleaned. No, you can talk about putting the tube in somebody's ass, but I can't break wind. I didn't say nothing about putting no holes up nobody's ass. I well, what do you think of colon again? You think you run the asshole by the car wash? He choking the baby. Now, long as I'm back there, I'll do what I want to do at this table. Cajun point. Who that call my name? Yeah, I called you if your name is. <laughs> Keep in front of me. I talked this between the crack of your ass. Yeah, you know I can go all night. I hope you fought to your asshole falls out. <laughs> oh, baby, too. See what you made me do? God damn it, I messed up my pants. Damn, Dad. You gotta clean them yourself. You rotten. All right, number four from my favorite remakes is The Heartbreak Kid. Now, I'd seen the original Heartbreak Kid starring Charles Grodin on TV many years before the remake. The original kind of bored me, or maybe I was too young to appreciate it, so I wasn't sure what to expect from the updated version. The 2007 version stars Ben Stiller, Michelle Monaghan, and Malin Ackerman. After seeing Ackerman in the trailer and knowing that I like Ben Stiller movies, I decided to give it a shot. And while some fans will prefer the original, I think my uncle is one of them, uh, I definitely prefer the remake. And this usually doesn't happen to me often. The gags, to me, are better, and Ackerman is really funny and very easy to watch. Okay, number three is Father of the Bride. Now, the remake of Father of the Bride with Steve Martin was the first version I saw when it was released to theaters back in 1991. It would be a few years later when I finally saw the original with Spencer Tracy and Elizabeth Taylor. The cool thing about this remake is that it isn't a strict copycat film, not to mention that over 40 years had passed between the original version and the remake. Also, Martin is a comedic genius, and he definitely carries the film along with Martin Short, who plays a great bit part as the wedding coordinator. So this is where 
the remake isn't necessarily better, but it holds up, and you can actually enjoy both at the same time. Number two is Ocean's Eleven, and so Ocean's Eleven is the modern remake based on the 1960 classic which starred the Rat Pack. The 2001 version stars George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Don Cheadle, Andy Garcia, and Julia Roberts. And not to mention the many co-stars like Bernie Mac, Scott Kahn, Casey Affleck, Carl Reiner, Elliot Gould, Eddie Jameson, and Xiaobo Kin. Now, I would say the main difference between the remake and the original is the technology and the action scenes. The basic premise is the same, but that's pretty much where the similarities end. And actually, it's sort of nice that both versions stand on their own. And in my opinion, that's when the remakes of classic films work the best. However, I'm going to lean towards I really do actually, as a film, enjoy... Uh, the remake much more. The the Rat Pack version is fun to watch because it's the Rat Pack and you get to see them, but as a whole, the actual plot is way better in the remake. All right, number one for my favorite remakes is The Money Pit. This is a terrific remake of the 1948 classic Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House, which starred Cary Grant and Myrna Loy, two of my favorites. And as a child of the 80s, I, of course, saw The Money Pit first, so I'm a bit partial to it. Tom Hanks and Shelley Long do an excellent job playing a newlywed couple who purchase a dilapidated home and try to fix it up. Try being the key word. The Money Pit is a really fun 80s comedy, and if you're looking to relax on a weekend and don't want something super serious or pressing to watch... This, of course, is the movie to check out. Now, this is a lot like Ocean's Eleven where, you know, the technology is upgraded, uh, but you really can't go wrong with either film. I think they both stand the test of time. They both stand up on their own. All right, let's hear what everyone else has to say, and I'll come back and give you some more movies of my favorite remakes. Okay, Josephine's back. Hey. She missed, <laughs> she missed <laughs> the bad remakes and mm-hmm. so what we're gonna do is combine because why not yes uh, we can, we do can make the rules we can make the rules yeah. yes so we're gonna start with favorites because that's this week's subject and then we will slide right into bad remakes okay so let's hear your favorites okay so good ones mm-hmm. that i liked so this might be a little controversial i mm-hmm. liked the the newish the the newish ghostbusters okay. the all-female one i wouldn't say it's better than the Original, but it holds up. In it your holds opinion. up, mm-hmm. and I liked it a lot. I really like the new dynamic. Mm-hmm. I love Melissa McCarthy, of yeah. course, and Kate McKinnon, and um, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, mm-hmm. I love her. I thought um, Chris Hemsworth was hilarious. Yeah. I love him. Okay, and then the bir- Birdcage. Yeah, and someone yeah. else mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I love this one. I Lisa Flockhart's fantastic, mm-hmm. and Nathan Lane. He just really like touches you. You know, because yeah. I don't. Like, he just wanted to help. Yeah. You know, he just wanted to help, and uh-huh. they're like, get out. You know, like, go away for seven days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. Loved you, it. you only see him, like, pop up in little bit roles now. Like, he's not mm-hmm. really starring in anything. I don't know if he's just doing a lot of Broadway now, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I think he's great. Oh, yeah. I think he's good, too. He's, yeah. He's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was so fantastic in mm-hmm. that. Um, and then Cape Fear. I, honestly, I didn't see the first yeah. one, but I really did, like... The one with Robert De Niro yeah. and Juliette Lewis, and that really scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that <laughs> was great. So my my favorite scene is the maniacal laugh in the theater, because here's fun trivia. Do you know what movie they were watching in the theater? Original one. Yeah, no, the one. So no, no, were they watching the original? No, what no. Were they watching? So, so Robert De Niro is sitting there laughing like a maniac, and Nick Nolte and his family are sitting there. So what? What is the movie they're watching on screen? It was laughing? some comedy, right? Right. That's like kind of like juvenile. Uh huh. It You're, can't be Adam Sandler. No, but it's right along that line. 
If I give you the actor, you might get it. John so, Belushi? Jim Belushi? John Ritter was in it. Problem Child? Yes. What? That's what makes that's it off. so funny. Yes. Great call. <laughs> <laughs> he was laughing. like That's why it's so funny, because he's laughing like a maniac for Problem Child. That's why it was so funny. <laughs> so, yes. That, that's, that always cracks me up. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Okay, then I quit as your son. So that's a great one. Yeah, mm -hmm. De Niro is so good in the Robert Mitchum mm -hmm. role, that, who played the original Psycho mm -hmm. in that. So yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay, so I did not know this is a remake, but IMDb said it is, mm -hmm. so it must be true. Okay, oh, okay. Well, of course. Of course. <laughs> Enchanted April. Mm. That is just one of my favorite movies, full stop. Mm -hmm. How can you not love Italy in April? Mm -hmm. And it just, when I first heard about the, the movie, I thought, it's, you know, when it says, oh, these women kind of escape their dreary London lives mm -hmm. and they discover love again, I thought they're going to run off with some hot Italian guy. Yeah. But they fall back, spoiler alert, okay. they, they fall back <laughs> in love with their husbands. Yes. It's, it's so great. It's yeah. really... Oh, and like um, um, Alfred Molina is yeah. in it, Jim Broadbent, mm -hmm. so many good people. Yeah. yeah. John Plowright. I think she won the Oscar for I that. think she did. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, of course. I agree with you. Like, I think uh, the original holds its place because it's kind of historical. You have all the Rat Pack in mm -hmm. their original form. But as a movie, I think that the remakes are, are much better. Mm -hmm. you know, like, I think the plot's better. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we made three, two more sequels. So. Yeah. yeah. And I like. I'm not a huge Julia Roberts fan, but mm -hmm. I thought she was really great as kind of like the prickly. She was kind of prickly in that, right? yeah. And I I liked her in that. She did really. Well. She was really great. In and that. then eventually they got Catherine Zeta-Jones, who played a nice role in one of the sequels. I yeah, which one, the second yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought she was really great in that. I too. thought so too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, okay, The Parent Trap. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Not a huge Lindsay Lohan fan, uh -huh. but I thought it was. It just came together really well, mm -hmm. and I love Natasha Richardson. Right. Um, yeah. So. And she passed away, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, very tragically. Yeah, it was, she was, I think, skiing, and yeah. she wasn't wearing a helmet, and she hit her head, and yeah. she thought she was fine. And you know, William Neeson's, yeah. uh, that's his wife, or yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. so sad. I know. Yeah. Okay, the King Kong one that you, met, that you Peter mentioned. Peter Jackson. Yes, yeah. too long. Yeah. But I really liked it. Um, I really, I think, was he just coming off Lord of the Rings? Yeah, Probably. Exactly. So people yeah. were like, you know what, you know what to expect with him. Sure. You, you get your bathroom breaks when you can. Exactly. And then, yeah. Just, it's like a three hour and 20 minute movie or something like that. Like, yeah. it's very long. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then, uh, 13 Assassins. Mm -hmm. Love that one. Don't know what to say. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Good movie. <laughs> yeah. And then Casino Royale. Yeah. The Daniel James Craig. Bond. That was the first uh, Daniel Craig James Bond. Mm -hmm. And that really, I mean, it had to succeed because he coming off Pierce Brosnan, it was successful, mm -hmm. and he pulled it off. I mean, he's he the darker James yeah. Bond. Loved yeah. is it Eva Green? Yeah, Eva Green? very yeah, good. She was great, mm -hmm. classic Bond yeah. woman. And I can't believe they made a movie about poker, <laughs> just playing poker. I and know, so suspenseful and sexy. And yeah. it, it's it's to me better than the original. The original kind of is like the precursor to Austin Powers type mm -hmm. of thing, almost. So. Um, no, I thought it was very, very good. So cool. Those are good. So, okay, let's slide right into... Let's get negative now. Okay, so, what are your negative. least yeah. favorite remakes? Okay, so the first one that came to mind mm -hmm. was Love Affair, the mm -hmm. one with Warren Beatty and Annette Bening. Right. 
no, nothing against those two. No. I thought Bugsy was fantastic. Yeah. I they had great chemistry. But this one, it just fell flat. Maybe because yeah. you we already knew everything about them and the story. And, mm-hmm. and the prior um, two movies were classics. So you had Cary Grant and Deborah Kerr. Mm-hmm. And then um, the original with Charles Boyer and Irene Dunn. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really can't go wrong with either of those. They kind of match up. And yeah. then, then you do this one. Yeah, and I mean, I think they try to match it too closely mm-hmm. and Warren Beatty is just different from Cary Grant yeah. they're just so different um, and same thing with Annette Benning. right yeah so I just it, it just fizzled that's why me. I didn't like when they remade Sabrina with Harrison Ford I mean Harrison Ford's great but that's a perfect another perfect it, it, example yeah. yeah it just kind of fizzled yeah yeah like it, it wasn't that it was horrible it was just why touch a classic yeah <laughs> you know, you're not going to top Audrey Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart and William Holden hello so, yeah yeah, yeah so. exactly okay yeah. yep <laughs> Okay, so this is another controversial one. These uh-huh. are two. Um, the Pride and Prejudice remake with Kira Knightley, yeah. directed by Joe Wright, and then the Persuasion remake, I think that was a BBC one, mm. with Sally Hawkins, whom I love. Mm-hmm. She's one of my favorite actresses. Okay. But, you know, I can't I can't help it. I just yeah. like the one with the Colin Firth one and Jennifer L, and I love the other Persuasion with Kieran Hines and Amanda Root. Mm-hmm. Alice Swanbrook also is a fan of that mm. version of Persuasion as well. Nothing wrong with the other ones, but I just enjoy the the first versions better. Uh-huh. Um, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to say something about the, the Joe Wright Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Oh, I saw, see, it was getting amazing reviews. I mm-hmm. saw it in the theater, and it just felt too... It, it felt almost cheesy to me. Mm. Like, this is why people make fun of Jane Austen right. movies. <laughs> Whereas the other ones, I don't know. It just felt more authentic, and I just connected to it more. Mm-hmm. So... And the other one is Godzilla. Yeah, the, one the most with recent Aaron one. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was too long. I didn't care about any of the characters. It was just very, uh, like, the stock characters. Yeah. Where, like, the, the concerned wife that's just, <laughs> she just wants her family together. Yeah. And then you've got, like, the military guy. And mm-hmm. it's just, Brian Cranston was the best part. And, he, spoiler alert, yeah. he, he, he's not in the, he's only in, like, ten minutes or whatever. And Godzilla's barely in it. You barely see him. And yeah. that's, when you want to see a monster movie, so the original Gojira the Japanese version is excellent because you see Godzilla all over, and then they kind of they Americanize it with Raymond Burr, which is basically they took a lot of clips mm-hmm. and then just put Raymond Burr in it. Looks it's very weird. So seriously, if you're ever gonna see a Godzilla movie, see they're very you know Gojira, and it's the best. Yeah, and the good the one that I don't like mm-hmm. it's. Basically just disaster porn the last yeah. few minutes. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Great um, line. Yeah. We might do a disaster porn episode. <laughs> uh, that will quick well. Yeah, that will quick well. Just yeah. anything with porn. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, next one is The Departed. I don't yeah. think it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just... To remake the, the trilogy of Infernal Affairs, yeah. which is... Infernal Affairs, that stretches 10 plus mm-hmm. years. So you kind of get why they both characters went so nuts right. and they got so embedded in, in their worlds and didn't know who they were anymore. Mm-hmm. And then Apart just seems like it's a totally different movie. And it's, it is, it's more yeah. about Boston and yeah. the culture mm-hmm. rather than these two characters. And the gangster Whitey Bulger. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I always found it interesting they consider it as a remake. But, yeah, I mean, based mm-hmm. on the whole undercover, mm-hmm. I, I get why they consider it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Another one I think is popular as a mm-hmm. worst remake is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Which was all about Tim Burton and nothing about the the, the story mm-hmm. or making it appealing to children. It just yeah. feels like creepy Johnny Depp. And, and yeah. yeah, it just felt like some masturbatory thing yes. between <laughs> between Tim Burton and Johnny Depp. Agree. It's like, what about us, the audience? Yeah. that wants to connect with a story. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why the original Willy Wonka works so well. It was creepy, but still charming at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, and just yeah. funny. The way yeah. this guy just doesn't give a shit about these kids and, mm. like, their, their spoiled, dumb exactly. parents. Uh-huh. Yeah. And but there's still a, a nice charm to him that I think is lost in the remake. You know? yeah. 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 And, I mean, at the end, when he just kind of delights at how kind of, sorry, but pure-hearted yeah. Charlie is. Yeah. I mean, you were like, okay, that's why he's such a that's kind right. of a dick to these kids. Uh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. He had to weed them out to yeah. get the, 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 <laughs> the, the diamond in the rough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And so my last one is Insomnia, the mm-hmm. one with uh, Al Pacino, mm-hmm. Hilary Swank, and Robin Williams. Yeah. I think if I hadn't seen the original Swedish one with Stellan Skarsgård, uh-huh. uh, I wouldn't be dissing this one so much but I really like the original Swedish one and I felt like with this one they Americanized it in Mm. terms of they gave it a different ending that felt like it was kind of like we've got we've got a like they they kind of moralize it they kind of put some kind of moral on it where Mm -hmm. it's it's got to be this way because of this but these the Swedish one was just kind of like you know what this is what it is yeah Yeah. it's the world's shit and this is this is what happens (laughs) Mm -hmm. so on that note (laughs) <laughs> We're gonna end on that. So that's good. That's negative. We're gonna go negative. Thank you so much, Josephine. Yeah. Samantha's back, and so last week we talked about her hatred of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because it can't touch the original, which was Willy Wonka. So now, but we're gonna talk about our favorite remakes, where ones at least hold up to the original or are better. So what do you have for this week? Okay. So as I mentioned, I have seen a lot of remakes or originals, but Mm -hmm. I haven't seen the other versions of them. Right. So I don't have, like, the full sense. Um, But one of my... I I wouldn't say favorite movies when I was younger, but I remember um, when Freaky Friday came out. Yeah. The new one. Mm -hmm. And not the new one, no. (laughs) um, It's still the most recent. Yeah, and like at the time, I didn't know it was based on anything original. Um, So I think I went back and ended up finding the original, Mm -hmm. which was like cute enough. Mm -hmm. But I really, I like the new one. It was modern. It had young Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, that's one where I think... um, the even though I love the original, it's mm-hmm. really stuck in the seventies. Yeah. So it, they probably it, it would help to to modernize it. Mm-hmm. You still have Jamie Lee Curtis and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So yeah. yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is so great, and I think I was close close. I was like in that age mm-hmm. group with yeah. like Lindsay Lohan and the teenage teenagers, and I just thought it was a really charming movie. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, yeah. So I think. That one definitely holds up. Yeah, for, it yeah. holds up. I haven't seen it in a, in a while. I so feel did like you I see, should see it again. I think in, oh, Enrique and I were talking about Disney movies. So The Parent Trap, I don't know if... Did you see the remake of The Parent Trap? Oh, that was like my favorite movie when I was a The kid. original or the remake? The new one. Okay, with Lindsay oh. Lohan. Oh, yeah. So, so you she, like that one better than the original? I don't think I saw the original. Wow. Yeah. And, we, and you like old movies, too. I know. So. I know. Like, when I was a kid, I didn't watch a mm. lot of old movies. I didn't mm. start until I was... You know, teenagers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, well, I think The Parent Trap was another one. It kind of came Came out out when I was that age. Mm -hmm. So I saw it like loads and loads. Yeah. And loads. And, um, yeah, Lindsay Lohan, she's really grown up with me. Uh, yeah, it's true, I know. Oh. And then what about Herbie? Because they remade The Love Bug, too. Oh, yeah. And I think I she was that in that, too, too, right? Yeah. Don't tell me you like that one better than the original. Um, uh... I don't know. I don't think I really cared for it anyway. Okay. Yeah. 
the anyone I did want Either a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wanted one. Yeah. Okay, so what other ones did you have? Okay, so then we're going real girly today. That's okay. Um, and I don't know if this really counts, but um, I thought about the 2005 version of Pride and Prejudice. Mm. Um, it holds a special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. I am a costume drama fanatic and um, an English literature uh -huh. fanatic. So when those two come together, it's like, that is your, I will yeah. be there. <laughs> Book me a ticket. Um, and so they've done like tons of versions of these. Yeah. So it is a book adaptation sure. and it's not an original story. Mm -hmm. I kind of was thinking about The Great Gatsby too. It yeah. was something that was like, it was made, mm -hmm. like I think like, both of these books were adapted like in the 30s right. or so mm -hmm. and like didn't those versions haven't really stuck around no. at all and then um, like they did the Pride and Prejudice version in the 90s mm -hmm. but it was a TV series right. so the first kind of like version like full movie version um, came out in 2005 and I thought it was just beautifully done uh -huh. just everything about it cinematography now who was in that soundtrack. version um Keira Knightley okay yes uh -huh. okay yeah and um the her sister is Rosamund Pike that's right yeah mm -hmm. so kind of I think it was before was that before her bond it, I think you're right uh -huh. so yeah I don't know I'd have to check on that um but and then they had just a great cast of kind of older British actors. Um, is it like Michael Gambon plays their dad? Mm -hmm. um, and it it's not a perfect adaptation of the book, but it's a great film version. And there's a lot of people who are obsessed with the 90s one, with mm. like Colin Firth plays Mr. Darcy. Yeah. But I, I didn't like the 90s That's one. Much. I thought it feels like so dated and it's really dry. And it is like a word-for-word -word adaptation of the book, practically, but... And actually have lesser-known stars in this version. Maybe that's why it works. Well, Donald Sutherland's in it, and Jenna Malone. Oh, it's so. Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Okay, not yeah, Um Yeah, but Jenna Malone, kind of, when she was still doing mm -hmm. other stuff, and uh, Judy Dench is a small oh, okay. part. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so... I love it. Mm -hmm. Um Oh, yeah, Carrie Mulligan's in this. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's just a really great cast, and um, the director, Joe Wright, has, mm -hmm. like, gone on to do Other a thing, bunch yeah. of mm -hmm. really pretty movies. Was this his first, like, major? Um, I No, I think he kind of went on to do a bunch of adaptations, mm -hmm. so he did... Um, yeah, so this was kind of the first one. Then he did Atonement and then Anna Karenina. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, all oh, my, that kind of... So, thing. anytime a new adaptation, like, classic adaptation, like, costume adaptation comes out, are you... Mm -hmm. You're going to see it no matter what. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you are the audience for that. Uh, yeah, but that, this is kind of his first kind of big mm -hmm. movie. I think the first time I saw Rosamund Pike was late, but I saw her in Jack Reacher. And I oh. thought she was great in that. Like, yeah, I love she's that character. Yeah, she's a great actress. Yeah. And I liked her in Gone Girl. I mean, that's <laughs> that was such a great role. But yeah, yeah. But that's great. Any other ones? Or those are the main two. This just came to mind. I, I didn't prepare very well. Oh, oh, edit that out. Come on. She's always prepared, folks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Samantha. Okay, thanks.
for this week's episode with Danielle, and of course she's laughing. She tries to hold it in before I do it, and never does. Okay, for this week, so last week we did our least favorite remakes. Mm-hmm. This week we are doing our favorite remakes. <laughs> so what are your favorite remakes where you actually like them better than the original movies? Okay, so I don't know if it's fair or not, but... We'll judge if it's some... fair or not. <laughs> so I didn't see the original. I heard about. It. <laughs> That's okay, but, but you enjoy, but you enjoy this movie, so you're yeah, happy they remade it. So like the fly from that I talked two weeks ago, the one that three? you saw like at eight years old. Yes. Yeah. So I really like it. Do you I, still watch it? Yeah. No, actually, it's been a while. But I like it that movie very well, <laughs> very much. Mm-hmm. And people say it's good. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's compared, just, yeah, it's completely different. It's more um, graphic and gory than it was than the original, obviously, because the original was made in 1958. Wow. So you can only show so many things. Um, and so, whereas 1986 technology is better, and they could be more mm-hmm. graphic with the violence and everything. Yes. So that's a good one. Okay, and there's also King Kong. So which ver? There's a ton of King Kong remakes. So the original came out in 1933. No. So wh- which one? So you, I'm guessing you like the one that's like four hours long. Yes. The one with Peter Jackson. Yeah. The, the guy who directed it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I like, still haven't seen that one. I've seen the remake from 1977. It, oh my god, it's been a long time that I don't watch that, but I remember I really like that one, like Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I know had. They have so many remakes, but I like it as well. The mm-hmm. remakes. It's but it wasn't good. too long for you? I mean, it was a long movie. The Godzilla? King, no, no, King, King Kong. Kong. No. Because I know they're doing another movie, Skull Island, that's coming out soon for King Kong. Oh, really? Yeah. It's I, coming oh, out yeah, this year. There, I saw it yeah. in the theater, like something. The preview? Mm-hmm. Yes. So those are my... Those oh, are, there's more. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> some like it hot. That movie... They the, remade that? The original is a French movie. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So, yes, I love that movie. The one with um, Jack Lemmon and Marilyn Yes, Martin. she's great. She is great. She. I don't know why people criticize her acting, because she's really good. She was very good. And I watched that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I think I watched it again last month mm-hmm. or so. Great movie. I still laughing. I yeah. still like loving the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, that's a terrific I didn't see I learned something today. I didn't realize it was a remake. Yes. So have you seen the French version? No. Okay. But. No, no. But everybody said uh, not everybody, but many people say it's better than the English or the American version. Is better. Yeah. Yes. Those are do you have any more? No, that's it. Great job, Daniel. <laughs> you only laughed a little. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, for this week's episode, we, we did last week, we did bad remakes. This week, we're going to do remakes that at least hold up as well as the original. So Stephanie is back, and she's got a few good ones. Hey, guys. So nice to talk to you guys. Hi, Brian. Good to be here. Hi, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my first remake that it's like one of, it's one of my all-time favorite films mm-hmm. is The Birdcage. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Robin, uh, Rob, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Yes. I love that film so mm-hmm. much. And The Kaja Fall, while it's a good film, it just... I think the birdcage is far better. Yeah, you've got Gene Hackman, mm-hmm. you've got Diane Weist, yeah, um, and it is spectacular. Yeah, and it's Robin Williams, I think, at his finest. Right. 
I can watch that movie again and again and again. It's one of those films that can be on in the background and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Nobody's picked that. That's, oh. that's good. Because there are a lot of uh, foreign films that were remade as U.S. and they just don't hold up as well. But there's one that, that's actually Oh, better. it's so good. And then the guy from, you know, the Helen Hunt, Paul Reiser sitcom, yeah, uh, Mad, Mad About, about you. you, the butler, the his, the butler, well, he mm-hmm. plays the butler in a scene, but he's this one of the supporting characters. Mm-hmm. He's a character actor. You, you know him. And he plays this Latin... Um, Latin housekeeper Um, and he is hilarious in that movie and to this day we quote some of his lines uh, from the film they make him wear shoes he's always he's always barefoot um, you so know. it's not Jan, John Pankow? No, no, who is it? You know, he was in Mad About You with Helen Hunt. Yeah, and, I'm looking it up. Oh, it's killing me. What's his name? It's going to drive me crazy. It's not Richard Kind. You you edit, right? So we, we're not driving the people crazy. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to do this a lot. <laughs> Louis Zorich. Nathan Lane. Uh, Hank Azaria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hank Azaria yeah. plays the, um, the Latin mm-hmm. butler, the Latin oh, housekeeper, mm-hmm. and he's barefoot all the time. <laughs> and then, you know, when they're going to do the ruse where he has to dress up like a formal butler and he has to wear shoes, he's never worn shoes before. He doesn't have one. And so he's <laughs> tripping all over the place. He can't walk and he's always going, it's the shoes. It's the shoes, boss. It's the shoes. And so we have this like phrase in our house, it's the shoes. Yeah, I love the birdcage. You must see the birdcage. He's made quite a career just doing Simpsons stuff because he's like five or six different, or maybe more, voices oh, on the Simpsons. right. Yeah. Yeah, I love Hank Azari. He's so he's good. really great. I don't know anything about him personally, so if he's <laughs> naughty behind closed doors. Right, or, you know, yes. Forgive me. <laughs> so birdcage? That's just, yes, that's birdcage. I love Ocean's Eleven. I love the original. I love the original. The original mm-hmm. is badass. Yeah. You know, you've got Sammy Davis, you've got Frank. It's mm-hmm. really cool. But yeah. the 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 Brad Clo- Brad Clooney uh-huh. mix works for me. And I think the actual movie is better. Like the plot is better. I don't think the, the original movie was that good. It's just yeah. it's cool seeing all those actors yeah. in one. But the remake is actually a, a better movie. I think it's yeah. more fun to watch. I yeah. love it. Oh no, I love everything about Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. And I loved Ocean's Twelve and then I didn't see Ocean's Thirteen. Thirteen's if you like Al Pacino <laughs> and uh, Andy Garcia, they actually hook up with Andy Garcia to defeat uh-huh. um, Al Pacino. So it might be worth checking yeah. out. Yeah. But I also love the way, you know, George and Brad, they always do this in their films. Yeah. They don't pick the young ingenue. Mm-mm. You know, the female lead is always strong. Yeah. You know, she's a little bit older. Yeah. Joey Roberts, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes, yeah. and mm-hmm. I love that about their films. Yeah. They they take um, female actresses seriously, yeah. and they bring somebody in that mm-hmm. can really hold up, yeah. and I love that. It's I not a, you know, breasts and tushy, you know. Well, that's why thing. I really liked, did you ever see Red? Yes. So when they had Helen Mirren, yes. she was the main character. Which was that. perfect yeah. in that movie. Mm-hmm. So when directors have the guts to, to tell their it. casting directors it to you know, cast appropriately, I yeah. think it works. As I opposed totally. to, what was the movie recently where Jennifer Lawrence is playing a woman that's like, oh, Joy Mangano. Yeah. She's playing Joy Mangano. <laughs> I mean, she's like 10. <laughs> and she's playing this woman. And, and all due respect to Jennifer Lawrence, it was a good movie. Sure. And she was great in that movie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, come on. This is a role for somebody in there. That's right. You know, mid-30s, late-30s, early-40s. I mean, a lot of Botox, early-40s. Mm-hmm. Could have pulled that off. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, Hollywood's very short-sighted and they should yeah. really, like, yeah. like, you don't just die at 35. You know, yeah. they still got their jobs. Yeah. So. And I know also there's that relationship, right? Jennifer Lawrence and what's the director's name? He does all his films with her. Yeah. yeah I, I forget the guy. Russell. Da- oh, oh, Russell, I think is the yeah, director's yeah. name. Mm-hmm. And he does all those films. So I get it. They're a, you know, they're a They're group, a nice little relationship. But but whatever. I agree. No. They, <laughs> don't just put people out to pasture. Long live Ocean's Eleven. That's right. Thanks, Steph. <laughs> okay, so we're back this week with Malin. And this week we're going to talk about our favorite remakes. Uh, so hopefully you have a few. Because as we've established yeah. from last week, um, uh, there's a lot of bad ones, so 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because remakes usually I think my default position is to think, okay, I'm going to be in for a stinker. Yeah. You know, what could, you know, it's just an excuse for Hollywood to make a movie because they couldn't possibly be bothered to come up with a new idea. A new idea, idea. exactly. Um, but it's interesting because, uh, you know, the more I think about it, Hollywood has always kind of had that as a model, like in the early decades True. of cinema. They were remaking they, movies all the time. Yeah, yeah, they were just, you know, pillaging a book yeah. and they'd throw it on the screen. Or, really, it seems like the... The material that they were um, uh, siphoning from was like Broadway or yeah. like the stage. Mm-hmm. So you'd have like these uh, uh, cinema pieces based on stage plays. Right. So you know that's a good point. And you could totally tell too that they were from Broadway. Because, yeah, sometimes yeah. because there'd be one set. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And yeah. very talky. And yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right. So for favorite remakes, I do have a few. Um, Okay, so Fargo. This is interesting for me because no, legitimately, there hasn't been a remake of the film. Right. But there, there's a TV series spinoff. Yeah. So it, now we have to think not just about remakes, but about reboots and sure. spinoffs. Mm-hmm. But I really wasn't expecting to like the TV series sure. because I've been watching a bunch of stuff on TV mm-hmm. and like these anthology series that started with American Horror Story, which is like that series that I want to like, yeah. but basically hate so this um, won't be good to eventually we're going to do a movie to tv show oh really but okay this, well I'll probably but this is this, this is a great one yeah because so, a lot of people love the tv show yeah, yeah fargo i was expecting i don't know what i was expecting at yeah. this point i don't know if, if i was expecting to like it because like i say you're kind of expecting to go into remakes or yeah. reboots and it have it be like a stinker and this wasn't yeah you know you could i i i think i grew to appreciate how much of the plot was parallel in the TV series to the movie. Right. And by the time you get to the end of that first series, it's it turns out not to be a total cop-out. There yeah. is a reward to it. Sure. Um, but what I like about the second series, and I'm hoping that they continue with the third series, mm-hmm. was that they didn't, in the second series, retread ground from the film. Mm. Instead, where they grew and developed was on um, areas of the first series that didn't have that kind of strong overlap. Right. They, create, they took the original content mm-hmm. from the first series, yeah. and they expanded on that in interesting ways. So Which is cool. hoping yeah. that what we'll see in the third series is original content that doesn't necessarily overlap uh, too much with the movie or the first sure. series is where they really, really grow. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll have references um, and resonances back to the film and the first series mm-hmm. uh, and second series at this yeah. point. Oh, God, yeah, it's already on a third series. <laughs> um Okay, right, so but, but they've been really good up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that they are able to continue that trajectory and momentum. Yeah, and, into and new material. I've never talked to anyone that didn't like this the series, so this should be good. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's kind of surprising. So that's a Cone Brothers yep. uh, spinoff. Mm-hmm. Now, so for my next one, Cone Brothers remake. So okay. last week I mentioned that I thought they shadowed over the Ealing <laughs> Studio to remake Lady Killers. That's but right. I thought they did a really honorable job of remaking true grit absolutely so i know that they've got it um in them actually i mean i i adore them i know they have it in them to make gold out of just about anything yeah so the lady killers is this kind of weird standout i hope 
Yeah. Uh, but True Grit was a fully satisfying totally. cinema experience. It mm-hmm. was a lot of fun to watch. And then was it Jeff Bridges, I guess? Yep. Yeah. And Matt Damon. The, yeah, and but Josh Jeff Brolin, Bridges yeah. just He's, eats up the scenery. And, you know, loving him in The Big Lebowski, it's great to see him in another Coen Brothers sure. film where he's just playing, like, top of his game. Uh-huh. And I, I wonder... Because there's a lot of almost... I wouldn't say comedy, but it's definitely lighthearted in the John Wayne version. I think a yeah. lot less. It's totally dark in the Coen Brothers version. Yeah, um, which is good because then they they really kind of stand by themselves. They stand alone, and you can like each one for its own merit. You know, right? So I, I yeah, I think maybe they had more um, the True Grit. At least to me, feels like more of a homage. Yeah, than a trampling. Exactly. Exactly. So, good point. So I really do like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Invasion of Body Snatchers. Yeah, that's true. The, From the early '80s or late '70s. Some, yeah, in yeah. there somewhere. But Donald Sutherland's in the remake, right? Yeah, Donald Sutherland and one of the best scream queens ever. And I keep forgetting her name. Keep wanting to call her Carrie Fisher, and she's not. She was in Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in The Witches of Eastwick as well. Oh. What is her name? It's going to drive me crazy. Okay, Brian's looking this up, and I'm just going to keep <laughs> chattering on. Uh, but The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, it's weird because the first film is so interesting. It is, yeah. And fun Kevin to watch. McCarthy. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, but the remake um, does a really great job of centering it in the present day. It doesn't feel like... Uh, the total rehash or that there was no excuse for revisiting the story and mm-hmm. it's really successful. So was it Brooke Adams? Feet. No, no, no. Okay. Veronica Cartwright? Yes. Oh, yeah. Veronica Cartwright. <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah. She's so yeah. interesting as a character actress mm-hmm. and yeah, great as like a, a character scream queen if there is yeah. such a thing. She I was in she, The Birds. She I didn't realize was that. in The Birds. She was the, she was the little girl. So, yeah, she was in so many things that you wouldn't necessarily expect. I remember yeah. that I knew that at one point. Um, yeah, she was the little girl that I think found the teacher. Like, the teacher saved her. Suzanne right, Prochette right, right. died. Running down the yeah. road. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Good one. Yeah, Veronica Cartwright doesn't get the credit that that's she That's right. She was like. the mom in Flight of the Navigator. Okay, now we're getting really... <laughs> <laughs> now we're really going off a tangent. Yeah, but Invasion of the Body Snatchers is fantastic. And as one of, I think, horror cinema's greatest final shots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... um, And, you know, maybe even that movie probably could have been nominated. Was it nominated for any stuff? I don't know. I know we did Oscars a couple weeks ago, but that's a really good good one. That is a good one. Um, I think okay. horror remakes it definitely have. I mean, it used to happen yeah. a lot. <laughs> I mean, you go through yeah, all the Dracula. And now, and, yeah. and now going from, uh, especially recently, mm-hmm. um, there were a lot of importing Japanese horror through the remake channel, right? Which like the was Ring, weird. Yeah, yeah Ring mm-hmm. and The Grudge yeah. and all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that they necessarily improved. I certainly didn't include any of those on either <laughs> of my lists. Uh, another horror film, mm-hmm. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. So that's one where the you could say it's a remake, but it's still kind of its own original content mm-hmm. because the musical had its own life mm-hmm. in um, Off, Off, Off Broadway. Yeah. But it was based on the film, and then it came back and became mm-hmm. a movie. And Jack Nicholson was in the first one, right? He was, yeah, yeah he, he had a kind of a cameo. It was a Roger movie. I think yeah. that was his first film, so you can't really call it a cameo. Sure. It was just like a... A speaking extra. Yeah. 
Um, but because he was in it, and I think when uh, it became part of the public domain, uh, the people who got a hold of it and wanted to sell it were like, yeah. Jack Nicholson! Yeah. You know, and so Good you watch this, this really, really weird, mm-hmm. low-as-hell budget yeah. Roger Corman uh-huh. flick, and he's in like two minutes of yeah. it. Well, it's kind of like what they did with a lot of Marilyn Monroe movies after she got big. Like her early films, they would really oh, kind of base yeah. it around her, but she's barely, you know, she's like a secretary or something like that in certain movies. And right, right, They try right, to think right. the whole movie's about her. You watch her sit barely in it. But you, yeah. yeah. But Little Shop Horror is great. Market. Yeah, that, the remake's really good. It's fun. Yeah, so, you know, the cinematic version, I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I like the cinematic version okay, but I love the original um, director's cut if you can see that yeah. it's much darker it's much more honest to uh the tone of the corman original mm-hmm. as well as to the the off off broadway yeah. version um the one that ended up in the cinemas is just kind of a weird based on a happy ending yeah. for the anyway yeah <laughs> I, I've, I've bitched and moaned about that enough um so this last one that mm-hmm. i'm gonna mention isn't exactly a remake but I'm kind of considering it a remake. Okay. Um, Rogue One. Hmm. Now, the reason that I'm citing this is mm-hmm. because as far as like my canonical understanding uh-huh. of the Star Wars franchise goes, I'm really happy with Rogue One because it allows me to forget that the prequels were even made. So <laughs> in the sense that it overwrites the prequels, I'm considering it a reboot or a remake. So okay. I don't even That's have to watch fair. the three prequels anymore. I've got Rogue One. Sure. That satisfies... All interest that I have before Star Wars A New Hope sure. or the original trilogy, mm-hmm. however you want to regard it. So I'm going to throw in Rogue One. That's fair. And, and be rebellious. I think That's good. I think you're the only one that's going to mention that too. So I, I think I, I like do because yeah. I'm cheating there. That's I know okay. I'm cheating. <laughs> cool. Thank you, man. Okay. Okay, Enrique's back. Hi! And for this week's episode, we're going to talk about our favorite movie remake. So last yes. week we did our least favorite, now we're going to do our favorite. So what do you have? I have a couple. We had kind of just talked a little bit mm-hmm. about the 101 Dalmatians, yeah. which was not on my original list, mm-hmm. but is one of my favorite live action remakes of an animated film. Yeah, Glenn Close is great. Because of yeah. Glenn yeah. freaking Close. <laughs> and Hugh Laurie. Yeah, I forgot. That's ah, it's yeah. so good. I love Glenn. There will be never a better Cruella de Bill. Yeah, no, she, she nailed it. She nailed it. Yeah. She was so good. And the molasses. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Hugh Laurie was hilarious. And the doggies. you got to oh, love real puppies. Absolutely. They're so much better than uh, not real <laughs> puppies. <laughs> And she had, she did creepy really well yeah. in like a cartoonish way. Mm-hmm. She did cartoonish really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And unlike Beauty and the Beast, there was no singing. That's true. Which good I'm point. excited that for. That is a good point. It was kind of like the earlier Disney movies didn't have, I mean, they would have singing in them, but not like not the, the, the 90s. Not the really ones. Yeah. I mean, if you think about like Snow White, which mm-hmm. was one of the first ones, um, there was some singing, but... But not like the whole movie. Yeah, it wasn't like a musical. It was just exactly. like, this is a character. Part of her character is that she sings. Right. And she likes to talk t- to animals. Mm-hmm. She That's may or may a, not be crazy. Right. That's a good point. <laughs> um, so what were the other ones that you had? So I really love Parent Trap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good old uh-huh. Lindsay Lohan. That's She right. really brought it home. And it was one of like the remakes that was made that people don't really think about the original that much. True. And that's usually a good sign of mm-hmm. the remake. Like they did a good job. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a good is like a movie of my generation. Right. 
They people my age love Parent Trap. Right. They, it's and they, did you actually watch the Haley Mills? I did. Mm-hmm. I, I watched that one after I saw the remake. Though, right. So I had already fallen in love with yeah. the remake, and that kind of makes it hard. You're uh-huh. like, no, they didn't make. They, they it wasn't a remake because mm-hmm. remakes always have that like negative connotation. Sure. Um, I think there was enough time in between. You know, I, yeah. it was a good 30 years. Maybe. Yeah, it's an so, old. The first yeah, one's old. It's in the 60s. And then did you like the remake of Freaky Friday? Nah. Do you like the Jodie Foster version? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't... I was okay. Mm-hmm. It was It was too campy. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like... I didn't like that age of Lindsay Lohan either. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of when she started to get a little more promiscuous mm-hmm. in her behavior. Right. And Less Disney. Was <laughs> yeah. still trying. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, if you're going to be promiscuous, I don't give a yeah, sure, damn. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But, like, when you're trying to be wholesome, when that's not who you are, yeah. it's kind of like... It's forced. Right. It Just do feel... Mean Girls. and Yeah, yeah. do Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Do any of those other, like, kind of, like, snow say yeah. a bad yeah. word. Wasn't she in a teen pregnancy movie? Was she? I think it was, like, a straight-to-DVD one. Probably. Yeah. Oh, she was in a lot of ones. But there was a while there where she was, like, in Herbie Fully Loaded. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was a remake, too. Yeah. And Freaky Friday and, and a couple... Mm-hmm. Movies that were like campy, and yeah. she was in her in her like personal life, and just in her identity was mm-hmm. evolving into a much more mature. Like wanted to do more like dark, sexy yeah. movies, and it just was really you could tell that it's the forced. character, yeah, super forced. But you know, mm-hmm. Parent Trap, yeah. <laughs> was great, and then they kind of typecast her as like adorable redhead right. remix old movies, <laughs> and it didn't work after she'd already evolved out of that way. image. But yeah. yeah, so that was one, um, mm-hmm. and I it's great. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then Peter Pan, the mm-hmm. two thousand and three version. Okay. Um, was really good. It was basically like a live action version of the Disney cartoon. Right. But it was magical, like mm-hmm. the way they recreated the the vibe. Yeah, and the young boy they cast was really good. Mm-hmm. He was like super energetic and compelling, and yeah, I, and it's a great story. I love, um, you did, know, did James Barry. I love Hook. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> I not could, a strict remake. So I could like, yeah. watch yeah. Justin Dustin, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman yeah. and Robin Williams uh-huh. do do anything yeah they were so good they and, were. The, and the dv the dvd the, the vhs i had was ripped off of the, the the tv version oh yeah yeah. and cuts off like in the middle of the sword bike oh my God. so i actually never know how it ended <laughs> i watched it probably like 50 times That's but the, the, version, v- yeah. the vhs we had i have no idea how it ends <laughs> which reminds me wait, my parents always listen of a famous story of the in our family with the jazz singer with neil diamond so my uncle taped it off HBO, and then in the middle of the the movie, he switched. Somebody switched the station. On oh the station, no! And we got the Lou Grant show for about ten minutes. So oh, there's no. parts of Neil the Jesse we didn't know for years, but it doesn't matter. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that funny how matter. that just you know with VHS and those movies, you, they just that's your psyche. That was that was the one copy you had, and that's what you kept watching. Yep, over, over yeah, and over, that's and it would get like breaks in it, yep. and it would get all messed up where you didn't finish mm-hmm. recording, and it would get cut off. Yeah, that was like then on like like music too. Like if you recorded it off the radio and they cut it off, you only knew a certain point. Yeah, or, or if you missed the first, like if you had a this is what I did. I had a yeah. tape deck. Yeah, and I would record them off the radio, mm-hmm. and 
if you miss the first like 10 seconds because yeah. you're like oh it's on and yeah. you run in and you go to hit record on the tape deck <laughs> you're like damn yeah. i don't actually know the first few lines That's of that song <laughs> <laughs> i know but oh you don't see kids you don't know what you deal with now i'm a kid <laughs> but i'm you're, i grew up in the middle of nowhere exactly so. <laughs> you're, you're a I don't know what's. I'm an old soul. You're an old soul. That was that's the one I was looking for. So, yeah, yes. Peter Pan, 101 Dalmatians, Parent Her- Trap. All those good. are all my faves. Those are excellent. Um, not Herbie Fully Loaded. Not Herbie. No, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> Not Freaky Friday. No, no. Sorry, Thank, Lindsay. Thanks, Enrique. No problem. Okay, so last week with David, we did bad remakes. Boo. <laughs> this week, we're gonna try to do remakes that at least. Hold up to the original, or if not better, like you, they were still very enjoyable. They weren't just crap like the ones we were talking about last week. Totally. So, what are your favorite remakes? Uh, let's see. I'll just go with the uh, classic reboot mm-hmm. of um, Batman. Yeah, got okay. really got yeah. really shitty, mm-hmm. and then it got really good. Yes, it did. Um, and now it's uh, kind of fifty-fifty. Here again. But, uh, <laughs> Actually, but, that could have been the bad ones. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, I mean, yeah. Or Superman, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, um, yeah, because Batman was just, like, ran into the ground with Batman and Robin. And Schumacher. And then, yeah. like, it was in Limbo for, like, almost a decade. And yeah. then, um, yeah, with the Christian Bale, um, Chris Nolan reboot, it was just like, oh, it's, like, yeah. so different. And then... Batman kind of killed superhero movies for a long time until Spider-Man kind of came... Or uh, X-Men, yeah. Kind of helped it. But. Oh, now I remember another shitty yeah. reboot. Um, the Fantastic Four reboot oh, was man, really shitty. Oh, man, like one of the worst. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so bad. I guess didn't we just talk totally about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Even the director hated it. I know. <laughs> bad Um But yeah. So, so Batman Begins. Batman, yeah. yeah, Batman Begins is like, yeah, just like, I think that's like everyone's go-to of like, this is like, you can remake a good thing and yeah. like start it over. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Well, that might be one of the best trilogies you know, one of them you know I didn't as a like, whole as a whole i didn't like three no but like all three you know because well you're gonna have a stinker in, in most trilogies so whether it be yeah. back to the future i mean a lot of people don't like three you know i would consider batman uh dark knight rises to be the ba- uh, back to the future three yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally like it yeah, has its it, defenders but it does. it's not a good movie no no it isn't yeah um, okay, so definitely Batman. Um, is yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, like you, I was saying earlier, um, this is perfect timing. Mm-hmm. I just um, rewatched The Fly last night. Oh yeah, yeah. And the yeah the nineteen eighty six yeah. version, Jeff Goldblum, um, with Jeff Goldblum and power couple at the time, Jeff yeah. Goldblum and Gina Davis. That's right. Oh, they were so hot. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it was an amazing reboot, and like it, it took kind of the premise of the first one yeah um and but then like just completely like made it really super dark yes, and messed and up so graphic and yeah. really gross yeah. yeah but it was still like at the heart of it you know a story about experimenting and yeah. science and like this relationship of you know these two people and then um jeff goldblum's like meaning of like well the more he turns into a fly, how right. much hum, like human is left in him. That's right. Um, it's such a fucking good movie. Well, those were, you know, like those classic horror movies, there was enough time. So like the special effects obviously got way better. So whether it be uh, Malin picked Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Um, I think the second Blob was pretty good. Um, and definitely the fly. Like, yeah. Yeah, the Blob remake was another, that kind of overshadowed the first. Mm-hmm. Um some people really like the thing too, like from the um, yeah. Russell I always forget yeah. that that was a remake. Yeah, 
um, it's funny that Malin brought up Invasion of the Body Snatchers yeah. um, because then they they keep rebooting that series. Yeah. And the last one was just called The Invasion. I think, I yeah. think with like James Bond and mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Um, and that was just like, it had like a weird kind of like boring sheen yeah. to it. And like, yeah, that was just a boring movie. Yeah. But this is the good one. This is the good one. I know we always have good get negative, but yeah. Um, so that's it. Yeah. Those yeah. Are so, good um, yeah, the 1986 fly mm-hmm. was fucking awesome. And, oh man, the yeah. arm wrestling scene. I remember just yeah. freaked me out as a kid. So it was funny. Cause so I just watched it and, um, it's always like, it's always talked about and remembered as a lot grosser. Sure. But I mean, maybe I was just like, I don't know, like I'm in a weird place right now, but mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, yeah, it's gross. Like that baboon's inside out. That's, but it, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it is disgusting, yeah. but at the same time, if you can like remove yourself enough and sure. just be like, that's amazing makeup oh, and totally. like creature effects. And yeah. like the more Jeff Goldblum turns into the monster. Oh it's, yeah. It's so. Keep in mind, I was like ten at the time, so yeah. I was totally freaked out. And like, I was born at the there time. There you go. Yeah, that's why I, I have such an affinity. For oh it. yeah, I just remember talking about it at school, like them explaining it to me. I'm like, oh, I well, I got to see this, but it sounds amazingly gross. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what are the ones? Too? Um, one of Zack Snyder's only good movies, mm-hmm. um, Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, that was yeah. a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during the height of the reboot Fast Zombie craze. That's right. Um. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, it was, as far as like remake, reboot mm-hmm. goes, it still kind of held a lot of the same of Dawn of the Dead of like the whole mall yeah. and like what that means of like, yeah, um, you know, like humanities, like remnants, whatever. Right. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was like cool, updated kind of, you it know, held up. fast okay. zombies, okay. like cool action. Like, um, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good remake. I don't know. Nothing really good or bad about it. Right. It was just fun. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Good popcorn zombie yeah, something yeah exactly yeah okay what other ones um oh, i just had it oh um the remake of friday the 13th oh yeah 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 the 2009 one mm-hmm. and uh the remake reboot for um texas chainsaw yeah both of those are actually really good mm-hmm. i think they were they're all the same studio platinum dunes i think mm-hmm. it was all like, kind of the same like sexy teens but like dirtied up yeah um yeah the texas chainsaw one was remember it being a little bit better um the friday the 13th one though definitely has like a lot of defenders and stuff yeah. but um yeah they were just like good remakes as far as you know it's just like same thing but mm-hmm. m- made now so so what yeah. so here's one i don't know but did you ever say i spit on your grave the yeah remake? oh i didn't see the remake i saw the original, the original is awful yeah I mean, it's, just, it's it's really gritty so i don't i'm curious to see if the the seat or the reboot like it's yeah. true to it, but yeah. And then, oh, it's funny, all these horror remakes. But, oh, I know. Um, uh, the Last House on the Left. Yeah. yeah. That remake was really good. Mm-hmm. And kind of the same thing, just like it pretty much like, kept the same formula, yeah. but just remade it with new people now. And, they like, remake horror films a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and um, The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Um, that remake was really good mm-hmm. and like really fucked up. Yeah. Um, the reboot sequel, Hills Have Eyes 2, was kind of, kind of fell into like even though it had a theatrical release it kind of felt more like a straight to dvd kind of thing that um the first hell's allies remake was pretty good yeah for for a remake Mm -hmm. but those are all good so we had more we had actually i'm surprised there i I came up with more um favorites than i did bad ones yeah i I know there's so many bad ones i just can't yeah there's they're all out there yeah yeah exactly cool thanks david yay
All right. Thanks to everyone who agreed to be interviewed. All right. So I have a bunch more to go through, and I'll try to go through them quickly. Uh, no particular order. Brewster's Millions. Interestingly enough, Brewster's Millions has been made as a movie six times prior to the 1985 version starring Richard Pryor and John Candy. The original story is based on a 1902 novel by George Barr McCutcheon about a man who receives a large inheritance from his great uncle, but there's a twist. Brewster can either take a small portion, $1 million, of the inheritance up front or forgo the remaining fortune. Or he can attempt to spend $30 million in 30 days in order to receive $300 million. The idea is to make Brewster hate money so much in those 30 days that it won't change him for the worst if he accomplishes the goal and receives the full inheritance. Richard Pryor's excellent as Monty Brewster, and I always enjoyed that his character was a minor league baseball pitcher. His best friend Spike, played by John Candy, is a terrific sidekick in Brewster's quest to accomplish his goal. True Grit. The original True Grit starring John Wayne is a classic and is one of his best known movies. And that version had elements of comedy sprinkled in and was even lighthearted at times. Now the 2010 remake by the Coen brothers is dark to say the least and the humor is few and far between. Actually, I sort of like the more straight ahead approach of the remake, which gives each version its own place in history. Now, the remake is stellar with Jeff Bridges playing Rooster Cogburn, along with Haley Stanfield, Steinfeld, Matt Damon, and Josh Brolin. There aren't many movies where I own both the original and the remake, but both versions of True Grit are worthy of any movie collection. Rat Race. Rat Race is essentially a modern version of It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World, only an hour shorter. Mad was originally three hours long. The simple plot involves six teams of people racing against each other to find a duffel bag filled with $2 million. Now, the remake uh, stars Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, John Cleese, Whoopi Goldberg, Cuba Gooden Jr., Seth Green, John Lovitz, Brecken Meyer, and Amy Smart. Uh, basically, if you, I think for today's audiences that aren't willing to sit through a three-hour classic movie like It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World... Uh, I think we'll appreciate Rat Race a lot more, and it's honestly just as fun. Move Over Darling. Move Over Darling is a remake of the screwball comedy My Favorite Wife, which starred Cary Grant and Irene Dunn. My Favorite Wife came out in 1940, and Move Over Darling came out in 1963. In the remake, the stars are Doris Day and James Garner. Often it's tough for the remake to match the quality of the original, but in this case, both movies are equally stellar, and of course, the main stars are all excellent. I, I think that's why um, the remake works so well, because Doris Day and James Garner, to me, are as good as Cary Grant and Irene Dunn. So like the original, the plot basically remains the same, with James Garner believing that his wife, Doris Day, is dead after being lost at sea from an airplane crash. On the day when his wife is declared legally dead, Garner is going to proceed with marrying a new woman. However, these plans are complicated when Day shows up, alive, to her original home where Garner still lives. Mr. Deeds. So Mr. Deeds is a remake of Frank Capra's Mr. Deeds Goes to Town from 1936. The premise of the movie is the same as the original. Adam Sandler, who I love, uh, plays the Gary Cooper role of a small-town business owner who inherits $40 billion from a recently deceased uncle. Winona Ryder plays the Gene Arthur role as a reporter trying to get the scoop on Deeds. The new twist is Deeds' butler, played by John Turturro, who is always awesome. And Steve Buscemi, as crazy eyes, is really funny. 
as to as for which movie to see first, well, it sort of depends on your viewing habits. As you already know, um, and you you've heard from my movie collection, I love classic films, so I'm always partial to the originals. However, if you're into silly and fun comedies, the Sandler version should appease you. But even if you see the 2002 version, I still recommend the original. No way out. So No Way Out from 1987 is a thriller starring Kevin Costner, Gene Hackman, and Sean Young. It's also a loose remake of The Big Clock from 1948. And I've always been a big fan of Costner. However, I will absolutely see any film with Gene Hackman in it because he never disappoints. Costner plays a Navy commander who becomes involved with a woman, that's Sean Young, who is involved with a high-powered politician played by Hackman. I could explain more about the film, but there would be a terrific spoiler alert, and I'm going to avoid that. In any case, the acting is terrific, the story is enthralling, so check this movie out, and then go back and watch The Big Clock so you can see the similarities. So Fatal Attraction, uh, it's not really a remake, but there's a lot of similarities between Fatal Attraction and Play Misty for me. Uh, Play Misty for me was a Queen Eastwood movie, and it's basically essentially the same uh, premise where he has a one-night stand with a woman, he thinks it's over, but then the woman definitely doesn't treat it as a one-night stand and becomes a stalker. So both movies are definitely worth checking out, though both of them stand on their own. I wouldn't call Fatal Attraction a remake, but to me it was close enough and definitely worth bringing up. So lastly is You've Got Mail, and so this is uh, one of the ultimate romantic comedies starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and is definitely a remake of The Shop Around the Corner. Corner starred Jimmy Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. And ironically, the updated version of Mail is now forever woefully dated as the main source of communication between Hanks and Ryan is through AOL. <laughs> Hence the title, You've Got Mail. Oh, how I miss those American online mailings with a CD-ROM to update the latest version. None of these fancy instant downloads you kids are so fond of. Anyway, the movie is cute and harmless fun with a quality supporting cast of Parker Posey, Gene Stapleton, Greg Kinnear, Steve Zahn, Dave Chappelle, and Dabney Coleman. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. 